It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Welcome back to the, uh, you know, to the to the show that we're doing right now. Following the local teams, breaking down the biggest games with in-depth analysis and team interviews. There's going to be much higher expectations, sense of awareness of what uh, we bring to the table. Join the show by calling into 435-752-1069 or text 435-339-0321. It's the Full Court Press. Gross, yes! Touchdown! I did it! Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome on in to another edition of the Full Court Press. Eric Franson here with you. Jason Walker has the day off. He's getting some work done on his mouth. That's always fun. Uh, so, anyway, not going to be here on the show today. Uh, but still a lot to get through. And I'd uh, love to have you along for the ride as well. Full Court Press text line was hopping yesterday. And a couple of those texts that we weren't able to get to, so we'll get to those and a few others that have come through. Uh, but if you want to continue to weigh in, love to hear from you today. 435-339-0321. Coach Blake Anderson uh, made his, had some public comments today in regards to what he said Saturday night after an embarrassing loss on Merlin Olson Field. And added a little bit of context that I think was missing to some degree Saturday that some people should take into consideration. But um, interesting, I'll, I'll read some of the uh, the transcript of what he had to say. But uh, still, pe- a lot of people reacting uh, to uh, what was what was done. But I, I think that there's, I think he's made an attempt to try to clarify his statements and, and defend what he said and why he said it, while also trying to be respectful of of the majority of fans uh, that were there. But pointing out a few things that, yeah, just were were not right and should not have been happening, and I think that uh, you know he's he's done his part to kind of walk things forward a little bit, and I think fans ought to try to do the same. Personally, uh, but uh, we'll get to that. We'll I'll go through the some of the points that he made. I'm not going to read the full transcript, uh, but uh, I'll, I'll highlight a few points of what he had to say and why I think it's worthy of of taking a look at uh, again. And uh, considering the situation that was unfolding. So we'll do that. Uh, we didn't get a chance yesterday to hear from Danny Ainge or Justin Zanuck, who met with the media uh, on Monday to discuss some of their recent moves of the Utah Jazz organization. Really interesting and telling comments from Danny Ainge uh, about walking into the organization and what he observed, giving it time to see if it was going to change, and it didn't. And then sharing his observations and realizing he wasn't the only one with the observation. It was a unanimous decision about what to do moving forward for the team. And uh, interesting comments from uh, Zanuck as well uh, about the deals that uh, have been made here recently. And they're not done. Uh, expect more to be done for this Utah Jazz team and more movement there. Uh, Tuesday, we share a stat that blew our mind. Player of the week. We'll do that. Uh, and Eurobasket is going on, and some new jazz players are playing really well in uh, in in Europe. And this is against really quality competition. So this isn't Eurobasket is a little bit different than those FIBA World Qualifiers, 
where you're going up against a country that that never has NBA talent. Uh, the, the, this Euro basket, these guys are playing against quality NBA dudes. And uh, so these uh, new jazz players are performing very well. It's kind of exciting to see what they're doing and how that's coming along and how deep that they're helping their teams advance in this tournament. So provide some updates on that. And then something kind of new, which we're going to be doing, kind of exciting. Uh, we've we've got all these people calling these games and covering local high school football. And each broadcast, you know, during the course of each broadcast, an impact player is recognized for what they do to help their team. But uh, for the first time, we're pooling our resources and uh, designating one specific one specific player and highlighting one specific player for his impact on his team. And so for the first time, uh, that was announced earlier today as well. Cash Valley Media Group High School Player of the Week honor. So who got that recognition and why and who were the other nominees? So some of the different things we're going to get through today here on the Full Court Press and uh, grateful to have you along for the ride. Some of the texts uh, already coming in. And so we'll, we'll get to those. Uh, and I want to, uh, I, again, it's mostly in context of Coach Anderson's comments, but I want to get to your texts first, starting with those that we didn't have a chance to get to last night. Uh, 9315 at the tail end of the show said, when you call up the middle every play, what's going to happen with fans? I hope that uh, they're just hiding good play calling to blow it up in Mountain West Conference play and maybe beat the BYU. Yeah, I, I think that the hiding play calling has uh, definitely not been the situation. This is a team that's trying to find itself in more ways than one. And that's uh, been a little bit tough for a lot of us to kind of recognize and realize at this point in the season. Uh, 4086 at the tail end of the show texted in. Uh, can't we all just get along? Wouldn't it make it better if Coach apologized or is uh, is the damage done already? Being a season ticket holder or do I hold a grudge or forgive and forget? When he said what he did, it, it stung and it still does. Yeah, totally uh, understand and respect that. We'll get to some of the coach's comments today and and uh, I'll let you be the judge. Did he do enough? Was it as much of an, an apology that you felt was, was, was necessary? Though I don't know that it was totally an apology as much as a let me tell you why I said what I said. So take that for what it's worth. I'll read some of his transcript coming up. Uh, 2122 texts it in. Uh, the USU Gaggies made their appearance against Weber last week. What can be done to uh, right the ship? Yeah, that's a very good question that this coaching staff is trying to figure out. And frankly, apparently he's been trying to figure out for quite some time. And I think it comes down to a number of factors, but more notably, taking pride in your position and relying on your teammates. Winning one-on-one -on -one battles. Uh, and that's uh, against an opponent like Weber State. Give them credit because they were motivated. They were amped up. It was their Super Bowl, and they won. They were winning the one-on-one -on -one battles against Utah State, and USU should have the athletes that can win those one-on-one -on -one battles, and they didn't. So everybody's got to check their pride at the door and uh, their commitment level and uh, go to work. And that's what this week should be all about for this football team. Not about going on social media and getting upset 
for what was said or how people are reacting. It's about improving what each individual person does to help the team win. I mean, that that really should be the effort, the attention, and the emotional focus. Uh, but I understand, easier said than done. Definitely easier said than done. Uh, 5452 texted in last night after the show. I can't believe those Seattle fans booing Wilson. Don't the fans remember that he won them a Super Bowl? Fans should never boo. Talk about showing their true colors. Ridiculous. Certainly tongue planted in cheek there, I'm sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it played out in front of our eyes. Another situation, right? Here's a guy who helped his team get to a Super Bowl, accomplish something that hadn't been done, go to very high heights for their franchise. But uh, for them, for the Seattle faithful, here's a guy who asked to be traded. He wanted to leave. So certainly different circumstances, but um, look, if they're, that's, that's not unique. right? When, when Gordon Hayward came to uh, Utah for the first time, uh, after being, you know, going to Boston, he was booed, uh, and others have done the same thing. When you're part of our crew, you're part of our crew. But when you ask to leave, then you're not anymore, and so we may have a different opinion. <laughs> so now, will uh, will that fan base eventually welcome Russell Wilson with open arms after his retirement? They absolutely should, and I'm sure they will. Uh, but in the moment. You know, it's, yeah, it's frustrating. You know, your guy asked to leave. Uh, certainly it was uh, uh, exciting for them to win that game, a game that they probably shouldn't have won, but they still won. Uh, 5338, texting in, can anyone spot us a couple of tickets for the UNLV football game in a couple of weeks? Signed, the two women at the University of Utah football game last Saturday who left some of their clothing at home. <laughs> yeah, was that bizarre or what? So if you're not familiar... There were uh, apparently two women showed up at the University of Utah game not wearing a shirt or anything. They had body paint on, basically a big U all over their their chest and torso and walked in. They're going through the tailgate. (laughs) They're getting food from people, hanging out. Nobody, like, really says anything until later. I mean, they were there for quite a while before somebody eventually asked them to leave or to cover up. So kind of surprising that it took that long for somebody to say something at a place like uh, University of Utah. But then again, maybe we shouldn't be surprised at a place like University of Utah. Uh, 9310, texting in. Do we have the wrong scheme for the players available? I've never been a fan of having two wide receivers outside the numbers. It worked out last year, though. Can't really change the whole scheme at this point in the season. (sighs) You know, this... You're not too far into it where you can make an adjustment, but you are pretty committed to where you are now with who you you are and your scheme and and who you have. But you've got a bye week um, to to address that, right? To take a look at what is and what isn't working, and is that from the the, the blocking uh, up front to the routes that are being run on the edges? to uh, winning one-on-one battles, getting off off the line. Uh, and the quarterback making the right we- reads, the running back making the right reads, everything, right? It needs to be evaluated and, and looked at this week. But is it the right scheme based on the players available? Uh, 
I, I thought it was. I mean, I look, we were told and, and we observed in the spring and in the fall that this was a wide receiver core that had more depth and versatility than the wide receiver core from a year ago. Maybe not individual talent at the top level, but there was a lot of versatility in this wide receiver core. And I don't, I don't know what's going on there. Guys aren't running the right routes or running them crisp enough or, or playing physical enough with the guys who are defending them. But clearly that's, that's got to be addressed. And if not, and I agree, maybe it's time to change what that scheme is or what we're calling for for the players to execute. Uh, 8798 texting in. Biggest problem we have as an Aggie fan base is we have people who sit in the stands who have never played organized sports in their life and think they know how to play or coach football. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think that's unique to an Aggie fan base, just to be clear. I, I think you'll find that in any fan base where you'll have people who are in the stands who have never played organized sports or things like that. That's not something that's unique to Utah State, just to be clear. But that uh, that is a problem when people think they know more than they, they do, trying to tell those who really do know uh, what to do and how to do it. Um, and it's and that kind of gets to the, the point here that uh, was being made um, earlier today. Uh, Blake Anderson... Uh, was uh, was on a radio program in Salt Lake City, uh, addressed the issue, and uh, it, it really the first public comments that he's made since this firestorm erupted after the game and his comments critical of the fan base, saying that they showed their true colors and it was embarrassing and it caused a lot of people to react and get upset. Um, now, he started off really complimentary of this fan base. It was It's been a great fan base. Um, and look, he's not bashful about criticism. It's uh, and he he appreciates it. In fact, he invites it. It's why he he does press conferences and radio shows and goes to co- coaches' luncheons. He makes himself available in case people need to raise a question, point out something they're frustrated with, or be critical. But he's been very complimentary of the fan base and why he was excited to come to Utah State because of its loyal fans. And um, the, all that being said, this is where I want to get to some of the points that he made and why he made the points. He says that uh, he's, he's never in his entire career as being a player or a coach, he's never seen a, a player getting booed like what was displayed Saturday in Logan. Uh, and then here's, here's the, from the transcript what he said. Not only did I have a player specifically and maybe others being booed, there were grown men hanging over the rails that were verbally attacking players on the sideline during the second half. Okay, so that, pause there, that is totally unacceptable. That it was happening and that others allowed that to happen is also unacceptable. Like, be upset about the coaching decisions. But don't go after the players individually. And we've talked about that multiple times. And from being in an arena, being on the sidelines, maybe it's difficult for some to dis- differentiate between fans being upset about play calling versus a specific player. But it was clear in that second half 
when Logan Bonner came back out on the field and he was a designated quarterback, people were booing. When he didn't come out anymore and when Cooper Lagarde came out, there were notable cheers. So it's clear that was directed to one specific player. But it also needs to be made clear that it's that Logan Bonner just has not he was struggling and that the coaches continue to put him out there despite his struggles. So it it can be a difficult line to differentiate between. And as a as a player or somebody who's getting booed on the sidelines, that would that would be tough to hear. That would be tough to to take in and not take offense and not take it personally. Look, Logan Bonner's a gamer. He wants to make a play. He wants to help his team win. That's why Utah State won so many games that they did last year after being down, and in years past, being down by double digits, count them out. They'd be done. But Logan Bonner and that coaching staff had a gamer mentality that put me back in there, and I'm still going to give us a chance to win. And it, it worked more often than it didn't last year. But this year it's playing out differently. And I know that's why fans were upset. They were upset initially with the running up the get on third and long for the umpteenth time with no results. That's how it started. And so fans were starting to get agitated by those coaching decisions. And then when the quarterback goes out there and has already thrown three interceptions and just does not look right, and that's not all on him, But when that's not working right and that the coaches continued to fail to make that adjustment, that's when people were getting upset. Uh, Again, I want to go more to what Coach said today um, because I think it gets to why he reacted the way he did. So the fans hanging over the edge, specifically yelling at players, that's inappropriate. And he said he had players asking him, Coach, what do I do? Can I turn around and respond? And he says, no, keep your eyes and ears forward. And then here's here's where I really want to highlight kind of his justification for what he said. And I think this gets us in the right frame of mind, trying to understand what happened and then why he reacted the way he did. Quote, I responded to that question as a father does for his kids. These are my kids. They're my family. They've been sent here under my care. I'll take all the booze, criticism, and all the hateful things. If they're not happy with play calling or the job I'm doing, I will take all that. That's part of my job. I responded to staying in the gap and defending the players who do not deserve to be booed and do not deserve to be verbally attacked on the sidelines. Uh, Continuing on, and um, he says that the the sacrifices that they make with their bodies to get there and to see the reactions, says that hurts me. It's not the entire fan base, he said. I said the other day it was some... You want to clarify that. But then he also added, I will always stand between them and people who come at them. If I don't, then I'm not worthy of my job. Nobody should send their kid to play for me if I'm not willing to stand in the crosshairs of angry people, whether it be opposing fans or ours. So that's really the, the, the crux of what he said. Um, and w- well, one last point. He says, I will... I will never apologize, not, not, not now or ever, for standing up for the young men under my care. I hope the fans and the parents can appreciate that. I take that job very seriously. I've spent a lot of time talking to these kids over the last few days. They felt it. They heard it. Uh, they felt it, and it was real. And he's never been in an environment like that in his career. 
And I, I can get it. That's hard to deal with. Uh, you just got your butt kicked by an FCS team on your field. Your uh, your your team has struggled with consistency for the for three games. Uh, you're frustrated that you don't have the vocal uh, leaders like you had before in previous in the previous uh, system. So a lot of frustrations, and then you have the fans, specifically some older guys standing up, leaning over the rails, and going right after some of your players. I I would get it. I would be upset, uh, and unfortunately, because of the uh, you know the actions of a few, he kind of painted with a broad brush, which he's trying to walk back here. But um, yeah, I, look, do you, so. I guess the question is: now that you've take that in context of what he said and why he said it, does that change your opinion of Coach Anderson and where things are right now and how this program moves forward? 435-339-0321. Love to get your reactions to how he's trying to clarify his comments. He didn't apologize for his comments, but he did add context, which is always important. But was it enough? 435-339-0321 right here on the Full Court Press. Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor, inviting you to check out our new location at 615 North Main in Logan. If you're looking for a rig that will turn heads on the road, each vehicle on our lot has been customized and built for your adventure. Whether it's hauling kids, hauling trailers, or roaming in the mountains, choose from our collection of trucks and SUVs at Mountain West Motor like no other dealership in Cache Valley. Visit us at mwmotor.com. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure. Finding, interviewing, and hiring. One of the most difficult things a business can do. The Cash Valley Media Group can help. If you need employees now or in the near future, plan to participate in the Cash Valley Media Group Job Fair Thursday, September 22nd at Castle Manor in Hyde Park from 11 a.m. till 6 p.m. Don't miss this opportunity to talk to hundreds of potential employees looking for work or wanting to change their careers. Call 752-1390 or go to cashvalleymediagroup.com. That's cashvalleymediagroup.com. To get involved Thursday, September 22nd at the Job Fair at Castle Manor in Hyde Park. Presented by Cash Valley Media Group. Hey, it's Garrett Grantham with Grantham Mobile Automotive. Just like a plumber, just like an electrician, I come to your home. I am a master ASE technician, licensed, insured, and ready to come to you for your car repair needs. Right now, it is hot outside. From air conditioners to transmissions, I can take care of you. Give me a call, and I will come to you to get your car's AC running cold in no time. 435-229-4345. That's 435-229-4345. This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We are humbled by and grateful for the tremendous support we have been shown since opening our doors nearly two years ago. So we just want to say thank you. On behalf of everyone at White Pine, first and foremost, thank you for allowing us the honor and privilege of serving you and caring for your loved ones. Additionally, thank you for voting White Pine the best mortuary in Cache Valley in both 2021 and 2022. White Pine Funeral Services. Have you thought about your furnace lately? Of course not. It's hot outside. Now's a great time to start thinking about replacing it or having it serviced for fall and winter. Advanced Heating and Air will help you get some of the industry's best rebates on a new high-efficient York furnace installed in your home. Or one of Advanced Heating and Air's service professionals can service your furnace for the upcoming winter season. Call today, 752-7272, or schedule a free estimate at advancedheating-ac.com. 
York, install confidence. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football. It's an ACC-SEC clash. The 24th-ranked Texas A&M Aggies host the 13th-ranked Miami Hurricanes. Hi, it's Greg Daniels. Join Steve Berline and me for a top 25 battle. Can Texas A&M rebound after an upset loss, or will the new-look Canes find a way to get it done on the road? If it's college football, it's right here. Saturday night at 6.30 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Hey, come celebrate Latino culture at the Latino Festival coming up on Saturday. It'll be on Logan's Center Street starting at 4 o'clock with the parade. There will be cultural performances, dancing in the street, a lot of delicious food, live music, and a whole lot more. It's the Latino Festival Saturday on Logan's Center Street. So Blake Anderson trying to clarify some of his comments, at least provide context as to what he said. Not apologizing for what he said, but trying to add some context and background uh, for what he said Saturday night after the game when he called out USU's fans. Uh, so read some of the, tr- the transcript of what he said today and uh, getting your reactions to it, 435-339-0321 to weigh in, uh, 9315 uh, let's see here. We need to take the energy of fans, players, and coach fighting among us, and I'll focus it at UNLV that's coming into our house next week. So they'll feel the fury in a big Aggie win. Leave the horrible Weber loss behind. Also, one bad apple will make the rest of the fan base look like clowns. Yeah, that's true. It only takes one uh, to uh, give you a bad name. But I, I, to- I agree with the previous point, too. Look. Focus that energy on the an upcoming conference opponent who is improving and uh, becoming a little bit better football team who gave the Aggies all they could handle last year uh, at their house. Uh, 8968, I disagree. This team is very consistent. You can tell where. Uh, okay. Consistently, consistent. Uh, okay, where where would you see the consistency? Eight nine six eight uh, nine three one zero. Texting in. If we're competitive next week, I think we can forget about this booing and apology stuff. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, winning cures a lot of ills, and it masks a lot of other things. And I think that uh, you know, look, there's a lot of a lot of passionate fans here that love their team and, and want to see it do well. And when it's struggling, that's why they're voicing their frustrations. That's why they're getting upset. That's why this has lingered for days after uh, the loss. 4-4-4-6, four, 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 he did a poor job of walking anything back. He's had time to look back and see the context of the booing and realize it was at him. He just doesn't get it, and we'll see it in attendance and donations. Okay, uh, yeah, more of your reactions to what he had to say. Read some of the transcripts from earlier today. Zero uh, nine four five. Sorry, I'm late to the game, and if you've already covered this, has there been any addressing the lack of quality play, particularly on offense, by the Aggie coaching staff? Does Coach Anderson take any accountability for not being able to score an offensive touchdown for two games? 
Uh, he did say multiple times on Saturday, and he even said it again today, you know, we're, we're not a good football team right now. Uh, we're inconsistent, and uh, you know, we're and multiple times Saturday night said we're we're struggling to find leadership. So those are those are very disconcerting things to hear from your coach. All the booing comments aside, that is the thing to take away from what he said Saturday night. That is what is a reflection of his mentality and how he's feeling about his team. Let's let's set aside his comments about fans and, and fan behavior what can or, or should be said or how it should be interpreted. He's got some serious concerns about his football team right now. And it's uh it, I mean we're we're pretty deep into this to have those uh those those concerns voiced by your head coach. About outside of that, zero nine four five, he hasn't offered anything more specific than that. Uh nine three one five, winning can heal lots of football problems. I'm willing to forgive and forget, but it's hard to do if uh, we get blown out eight or so more times. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And look, this is its not unique to Logan, Utah, but sports memories are short. Uh, this is uh, across sports, and it really across our society, frankly. What have you done for me lately? Um, we hear it all the time. Nobody can, the, 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 the success of previous years does nothing for the game that you're in right now, the season that you're in now. And that's just the sad nature of, of sports sometimes. Uh, eight, nine, six, eight clarifies about, uh, the team is very consistent. You can tell where and says, uh, bad. (laughs) They're consistently bad. Thank you. For the clarification, uh, 8968. Uh, 2787. Uh, I think it's admirable that Coach Anderson will stand up for his players, whether it be against opposing fans or home fans. That's a good thing, and we should be proud that he does that. There are times that I feel embarrassed to be considered a USU fan. There's some things that have been said by other USU fans that's absolutely ridiculous. With that being said, like another texture said, we want to win, everyone wants to win, the team has to toughen up and quit being so soft, but win or lose, we all need to show some class. Uh, amen. Totally agree with that. Uh, there's a way to win with class. There's a way to lose with class. I understand being frustrated, uh, but you know, directing it or, or getting onto the rails and shouting down specific players, uh, not on your own team, no. That's that's unacceptable. I, I totally get why he would be fired up and uh, go after fans after after going through that. And he, your own players want to chirp back, and he's trying to keep them focused on the game. Uh, but you know this this team needs to focus on the game right now. I, like I said, easier said than done. I get it. But they have to block out the noise. Turn off social media. I've seen some players go to social media, say some things, delete it, and walk it back. Just don't say it. Just stay off of it right now. Uh, if there were any any players or coaches or spouses of coaches or spouses of players, I would stay off of social media 
and uh, stay away from it for a solid week and a half. Let this thing die down. You're, you're going to be tempted to get on there and stand up for yourself or stand up for your loved one, and I get it, but we got to let this thing cool down. Uh, I think Coach Anderson tried to clarify his comments today, and I applaud him for that. There was no formal press conference this week because it's a bye week. It probably would have done him good to to address the media overall instead of just one specific outlet. But um, but kudos to him for coming forward and adding some some context to his statements, while also being very appreciative of the fan base in Logan. But there were some bad apples on Saturday, and that's what uh, drew his ire and uh, took it out on, on a lot of people. And look, you just lost to Weber State, and your team looked bad and has looked bad and, and uh, inconsistent from really week one or week zero, if we want to be specific, outside of one quarter where the offense was good. Defense has done some things pretty, you know, consistently here and there throughout the season, but even they have have uh, had some issues. But if your offense can't consistently stay on the field, your your defense is just going to get gassed. I don't care how good they are, how many stars are behind their recruiting profile or where they transferred from. If you're on the field for that long and asked to do everything, it's going to wear you down and it will catch up to you. But there are some legitimate issues going on here, more than we anticipated from the outside, watching this team getting ready for this season. And it's left me thinking that I don't know if if they just were trying to uh, project hope and confidence that things would get there, if uh, the, the mentality just hasn't been there to put in the right amount of effort to get to where they were a year ago, or if there really are leaders on this team, but other teammates aren't giving them the respect they deserve. So there's a lot of things this team has to figure out in a short amount of time. But focus on UNLV. Focus on getting better as a team. Stay away from social media. Huddle up with the people that are in your in your corner and go to work. And uh, now we get to see if it really, you know, well, we wait until next Saturday when UNLV comes to town to see if, you know, what comes of it. As Coach said Saturday night, uh, will this fracture the team even further or will it pr- serve as a galvanizing moment for the Utah State football team for the remainder of the 2022 football season? Look, can they still be Mountain West champs? Yeah. Even after a couple of frustrating games early in the season, they can still be conference champions. They can still go to a bowl game. But they got a lot of things they got to get figured out before that goal is uh, even approachable. Because right now, it's it's not approachable. 435-339-0321 to continue to weigh in on the, uh, the, the, the comments from the coach, the reactions from fans. It's still ongoing. Boogate, as I saw somebody refer to it earlier today. Uh, but love to continue to get your reactions to it. 435-339-0321 here on the Full Court Press. More on that coming up in about three and a half minutes. But Valvoline Instant Oil Change is open at 695 North Main in Logan. They've been there for quite a while. 
But now they're open even on Sundays. So they're open every day of the week to be convenient for whatever your schedule allows to get your vehicle taken care of and get that oil change taken care of. And the other thing, they make it quick, clean, and easy to get that taken care of. So don't forget about your car with everything else that's going on in your life. Go to 695 North Main. Stop in today at Valvoline Instant Oil Change. This year's Grand Latino Festival is Saturday, September 17th on Center Street in Logan. All are invited to celebrate the Latin culture with delicious food, lively music, dancing in the streets, and cultural performances. Festivities get underway at 4 p.m. with a parade of flags and authentic Latin dress. Then work off the calories to everyone's favorite dance-based workout, Zumba. This year's Latino Festival is presented by Gosner Foods, where you can earn between $15 and $20 an hour, quarterly bonuses, and free health insurance. Members First Credit Union, our name says it all. Thermo Fisher Scientific, Thermo Fisher is hiring. Join their team today. iFit, a global company committed to diversity and inclusion, welcomes everyone to the Latino Festival. Bring your family, your friends, and especially your appetite to the Grand Latino Festival, Saturday, September 17th, starting at 4 p.m. on Logan Center Street. You're first and goal at the 10-yard line with seconds left on the clock. Your running back is poised for the game-winning touchdown, but before you can make the snap, the opposing team just takes the ball and locks it in a safe, and they won't give you the combination unless you pay them $10,000. That's exactly how ransomware works. And in 2021, two out of every three organizations fell victim to ransomware attacks. Protect your business with Les Olson Security Suite from Les Olson IT. Learn more at lesolson.com. Who do you turn to if you want to change out your wood or pellet stove? Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They were voted the gold medalist for Best of Northern Utah for the second year in a row in the fireplace retrofit category. Be ready when the government's next wood and pellet replacement incentives pop up. Advanced Fireplace can help you navigate the paperwork. For more information, call Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online, advancedfireplaceandstove.com. My name is Chris Hammond. My wife really appreciates a clean home, especially with three kids and two dogs. So when it comes to our carpets being cleaned, I always go to Daryl from Chem Drive Northern Utah. His team is quick, on time, and precise. They do a great job of making sure our home and our carpets are clean. Thank you, Chem Drive of Northern Utah. Chem Drive of Northern Utah. For more than a decade, Integrity Home Health and Hospice has been changing patient lives, outcomes, futures, and now we're changing our name. Integrity is now proud to be called Aegis Home Health and Hospice. Aegis. A-E-G-I-S. At Aegis, we're dedicated to compassion, character, and trust. We will ensure you experience the difference as we meet your home health and hospice needs. I'm Melissa Fieser. Our team promises to go above and beyond with compassion and care. Call us today, 435-723-9000, or find us online at myages.com. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, Cash Valley Media Group, Job Fair is coming up. If you are trying to hire, if you've got positions that need to be filled, you'll want your business to be there. 
Contact our office to find out more details about how to participate in the upcoming Cache Valley Media Group Job Fair, 752-1390. That's 435-752-1390 to find out more details today. A former Aggie football player, DJ Nelson, uh, is taken to social media. Now, he's a former player, so I'm okay with former player taking to social media right now. Current ones, stay off for a bit. But DJ Nelson, uh, look, I think he has a lot of credibility. Former player, uh, well-spoken from the area. I mean, he he's grown up around this team and uh, has been a part of it for a long time, his family has. So uh, I think what he says carries some weight. It should. And a brief thread here, so hang with me. Coach Anderson said what he said. This is what DJ posted on social media just recently. It says, Coach Anderson said what he said. He cleared the air and took ownership for what he said and why he said it. We can all move on now. They'll all work hard to get better, and that's all fans can and should ask for. A wise strength coach of mine once said, shake hands and move on. But after reading and seeing some of the stuff, I will say this. This idea of players deserving to be treated one way for what they've done or fans deserving to express themselves in another because of the expectations of the program is irrelevant in all this. What is relevant is that there are gaps in the expectations of this program and the current state of the program, and it is far too early, uh, far too early on in the year to abandon the team or for the team to abandon the fans. Who calls the race when it's only 25% done? As a fan, I certainly would have liked to see a change-up in offensive strategy, would have liked to see some on defense too. But the player in me says, I'm not in meetings, I'm not at practice, I'm not at film, I'm not at walkthrough, so does what I say even matter? Nope. The quicker you realize that what fans think doesn't matter and that as fans we have no idea what goes into the game on Saturday, the easier it is to move on. And I think both player and coach have done that. Time for everyone else to as well. All this to say a 28-point home loss is not above reproach, but let us all adhere to the 30-minute rule from now on. Get it all out for 30 minutes after the game, and then it's done. We do ourselves no favors by continuing to hold on to it and bring it up, players and fans. Boy, amen and amen. Thank you, Todd Lavity. That is correct. I'm stealing your reaction. That is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I totally agree with... uh, with that response from DJ Nelson. A couple more of your texts, though. We'll have to get your continued reactions. Uh, 435-339-0321-6543. Texting in. Looking at the schedule, this upcoming game with UNLV could be a season breaker. Uh, They have a very short window to get this right. Because, and I I agree, I don't know if I'd call it a season breaker, but there are, based on how this team is playing, few, few opportunities to get this right and get some momentum. Uh, you, you've got UNLV coming up, and then BYU, uh, and you've got a couple other, you know, you got Air Force, who's looking very good. Uh, Colorado State's not looking good. Wyoming is questionable, but that's going to be an interesting, motivated game from their their team, and it's at Laramie. So that's a 
that's a very interesting stretch there for USU. Uh, then you got New Mexico and Hawaii, which I think are winnable games. San Jose State should still be a winnable game. They're a little inconsistent, but uh, I like their coach. And then you got to finish it up at Boise. So I don't know that I'm going to say it's a season breaker if they don't get the UNLV game, but it's a very short window to get it right and to start to gain more confidence in yourself, in the team, and in the concepts for Utah State. Uh, 435-339-0321. Let's see. 4781 texting in. Nah, I'll hold on to the anger. Okay. That's your prerogative. I mean, you're you're right. I get it. I mean, there there are a lot of people upset. By what he said, and and how it was uh, how it was delivered. Three nine three three. Last year the bar was raised really high, so expectations are not being met. It feels like the ghost of Aggie past has snuck in. A win will make it all go away. Absolutely. Now, a couple throws make some get into the end zone. This team looks like it can uh, do some things on offense. Look, this fan base is going to be right there with you. And uh, right behind you every step of the way. But what's been frustrating is that things aren't working right now. And there seems to be a a, a commitment to an offensive scheme that just isn't working. And it's not changing. And if, if if the play calling's not working, then change the personnel. So ah, it's a really important week for USU. Man, it's frustrating to be this deep in the season and be having these conversations. 435-339-0321 to weigh in. Uh, Coach Anderson's comments, he, he uh, spoke publicly for the first time uh, about his uh, comments Saturday night. Really didn't apologize for what he said. Just added some more context. Um, and uh, you know, I can agree that I would be upset too. If there are grown men leaning over the railings and and yelling at my own guys, people from I know are in the 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 boosters and the community seats doing that. That that's frustrating. I, I'd get amped up too. Now, did he paint with too broad of a brush? Yes. Now, a couple of instances, and I appreciate Hurricane John Newbold pointing these out, where there have been some fan booing directed at, at other teams in this state. One towards Kyle Whittingham a couple years ago and another towards uh, Kalani Sataki and BYU. And really both times the coaches are like, yeah, you know what? We're, we're not doing well. I understand why they're booing. We got to do better. Took some ownership in that. I think that's also from some frustration here from fans. Is that there's not a recognition that the coach realizes that fans have a right to be upset. I think he tried to add some clarification there today. Uh, It wasn't a total apology. Uh, It was just more of an adding some context to what he said. Uh, Is it enough? Uh, we'll see. 
Um, next Monday will be interesting when he meets with the media one, uh, formally after a week off. But, um, yeah, I, I think that fans need to uh, do a little better, and I think the coach needs to do a little better. I, I appreciate him making himself available today and providing some context. Um, did it go far enough? Um, I, 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 like I said, I appreciate him sharing some context behind what he said. Um, but I don't, I don't know that we're totally out of the woods there. I, we've come a long way. But uh, let's, you know, focusing on this team getting better and seeing the the, the product on the field improve, and that's going to improve a lot of things for how the, the current situation is and how people are feeling. All right, more on that. We'd love to continue to get your texts. We've got more to get through today. Uh, 9315 texting in. If, if all else fails, I hope we beat the BYU. It'll be a winning season with two wins because we won't play them for a while. <laughs> That's, you know, yeah. If uh, the old wagon wheel can come to Logan, it's going to be there for a while because that future schedule has definitely changed. All right, coming up next on the Full Court Press, uh, shifting some, some of our attention to some more positive stuff. Uh, Cash Valley Media Group pooling our resources from uh, all of our people that we have out calling high school football and highlighting a specific player and how they performed on Friday night. We'll get to that. Who was the uh, the, the nominees? Uh, who were the nominees? And who ultimately got the recognition for his performance on Friday night? That's coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Uh, when the Napa Gold Filter Sale happens, you know that means it's time to stock up. All Napa Gold Filters are on sale now for up to 60% off. You only have a few more days until the sale ends. It ends on the 15th. But there's big discounts on oil as well. So a lot of different things on sale and available right now going on during the Napa Gold Filter Sale. Get up and go to Napa. And you've got five locations between Preston and Providence for Napa Auto Parts. What's more important than sleep? Granted, some things are, but not many. This is Ryan at My Mattress, and here we offer the best solution to better sleep, a better mattress. IntelliBed, the gel mattress, cradles your hips and shoulders while providing the best back support possible. Or come in and choose a Tempur-Pedic that boasts 93% of their owners love their bed. My Mattress, offering the best sleep possible by the South Walmart. Join Three Peaks Medical Plaza at 2245 North, 400 East in North Logan for their grand opening this Saturday from noon to 4. Bounce houses, drinks, food, and a chance to win amazing prizes. 13 different medical specialties in one state-of-the-art building. Cash Valley Facial Plastics for minimally invasive cosmetic procedures in office. Cash Valley ENT Audiology and Hearing Aid Center specializing in bone-anchored hearing aids and cochlear implants. Go to 3peaksplaza.com for details and links to all medical specialties. There are some sales that you just have to shop. This is one of those. It's the clearance sale at Lynn's Audio and Video. Lynn's popped up a tent in front of the store and it's stuffed with miscellaneous and clearance items. Just a lot of really good deals. Bose speakers and surround systems. Sony, LG, and Samsung TVs. Klipsch and Paradigm speakers. Yamaha receivers and speakers. Bluetooth speakers. TV wall mounts, wiring, and accessories. All limited to quantity on hand. 12 months no interest financing is available. The big clearance sale at Lynn's Audio and Video. 1655 North Main. 
The Young Automotive Group is proud to announce Young Truck and Trailer Center in Cache Valley. Whether it's heavy equipment trailers, horse trailers, race car trailers, or cargo and utility trailers, we're excited to offer some of the finest trailers and flatbed work trucks to Cache Valley. Our team of experts look forward to helping you find the right truck or trailer to fit your needs, with competitive prices offered on every make and model for sale on our lot. With our extensive inventory, you'll find the best deals right here in Cache Valley. Young Truck and Trailer Center, just off Highway 89 in Logan. Think young, drive young. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems, your home team when local matters. Valley Office Systems is your local provider for all things office, copiers, printers, furniture, and document management. Proudly serving Cache Valley since 2007. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Sunday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL, it's an AFC showdown in Baltimore as the Ravens host the Miami Dolphins. Hi, this is Chris Carino. Join Brian Baldiger and me for all the action as two teams look to remain perfect in Week 2. Can the Dolphins' dynamic duo of Tua Tagovailoa and Tyreek Hill outduel the electric Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? It's the Baltimore Ravens and the Miami Dolphins. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Sunday morning, beginning at 1030 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you. Jason Walker has the day off, getting some teeth work done, so he can't really speak very well when his whole mouth is numb. Uh, But the inaugural Cash Valley Media Group High School Player of the Week Award being recognized uh, with, well, given to Green Canyon senior running back Gavin Christiansen. Uh, This is something that we're going to be doing uh, throughout the region play. Uh, So we've got high school play-by-play for every Region 11 football game. And a designated broadcast crew for each school. But uh, the various players were nominated, and that nomination was sent around to everybody else. And everybody weighed in and uh, highlighting one specific player throughout the entire region for how they played on that given Friday night. So uh, Chris Jensen, really a big part of Green Canyon rediscovering its offense, a team that had only scored two touchdowns. Uh, for its previous four games going into their uh, matchup with Region 11 foe Bear River. But, uh, boy, he had a great game. He uh, found the end zone four times on Friday and uh, scoring touchdowns in each of the four quarters. And they all came on runs of five yards or less. Um, and his final fourth and final of the evening was a one-yard run and took the contest from a one-score game to a two-possession or two-score game. And to really put that one out of reach. But 24 carries, 101 rushing yards. Also had a 12-yard reception, a 27-yard punt return, and a 48-yard kick return. So the guy was doing everything for 188 all-purpose yards. Now a couple other nominees for what they did. Ridgeline freshman quarterback Nathan Dolly and uh, Logan sophomore running back Titan Mason. And uh, some of these young Young players being pressed into service and starting to make their mark on uh, what's going on for their teams and how well they're doing in uh, Region 11 football. So exciting to see how things are are moving and, and evolving throughout Region 11. An exciting week this week with a couple of homecomings on the docket as well. By the way, the uh, Logan game could be moving. We'll talk about that coming up next hour. Stay tuned here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 
feels. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. With the final game of week one in the books, a lot of fan bases have already hit that panic button. Broncos, Packers, Niners, Titans, Bengals all suffered tough losses this weekend. A bad week one could be scary, but not truly indicative of a team's future. Just go back to last season. Packers were blown out by 35 points by the Saints in week one. Green Bay finished with the number one seed in the NFC. Aaron Rodgers won his fourth MVP. The Bills fell to the Steelers week one. They were 13 seconds away from a trip to the AFC title game. After waiting for over five months and building up expectations for your team, an early season and loss hurts, but shouldn't hurt as much. The NFL season is a marathon, not a sprint. Think of it as 17 chapters in a book. So if your team was upset or failed to live up to expectations, don't sweat it. Still plenty of football left to be played between now and January. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.